Welcome to the Bulldog Mindset Podcast, where you learn how to be a man, build financial independence, get the physique you want, and get the girls you want every single day. Join us on the YouTube channel by searching for Bulldog Mindset, and don't forget to take the Bulldog Quiz at bulldogmindset.com slash pquiz. Once again, it's at bulldogmindset.com forward slash pquiz. Today we are going to be talking about creating a personal budget. I'm going to show you exactly what my personal budget is, how I set that up, and how you can kind of automate this to make this as simple as possible. This is something that I feel like is really, really important for you guys to do because if you don't have a budget, you're not going to know where you're spending your money and you're going to be misallocating your money. It's very important to be conscious about how you're allocating your money. So that's what we're going to talk about in this video. So here's what we're going to talk about first is why you need a budget. So why do you actually need a budget? It's because of a couple of reasons. One of the biggest reasons is because you need to consciously allocate everything in your life, everything from your time, right? So many people don't consciously allocate their time. That's why playing video games, watching Netflix, all this stuff is bad. It's not because it's bad in itself. It's that it creeps in and it takes your time. If you plan to play some video games or watch Netflix, that's totally fine to do. But when you don't plan it, it takes away your life and it makes it so that your life is more random instead of controlled. I was talking about the highest degree of freedom that you can have in your life as a man is your ability to execute your will upon the world. So in order for that to happen, what happens in your brain must execute within your body and your consciousness and your control. So if you're not in control of things, if you let things randomly happen, you have less ability to do that and you lose that ability over time. So that's time, same thing with money. A lot of you guys right now, it used to be me too, you have money that you're spending and you're not conscious as to where you're spending that money and where you're directing that resource. So by having a budget, you're going to be deciding where you want to put money. What is important to you? What are your priorities? Rather than just where does money get spent? So that's that's really important and tracking that over time as well. It also will keep you on track with your goals. If you've got monetary goals, if you're trying to achieve things, you're trying to save, you're trying to invest, you're trying to become financially free, you need to have a plan and allocation for your money. You can't just be haphazard about it. And then also another big reason is just backwards reflection. The things that you track that you have data on, you can look backwards and you can revise and improve over time. The key is to track things so that you you can know what's effective and what's not. Because if, if you have the ability in life to be able to track and see what is effective and where you're allocating your time, your resources, whatnot, and make changes over time, you are eventually going to get better and better over time. So with that said, what makes a good budget? So a good budget is, first of all, I think this important is it's consistent every month. Now, there's a lot of people that teach you how to make budgets and a lot of budgeting software where it's like variable budgets where you have variable expenses and you have variable income coming in. What I'm going to show you in this video is how to make it consistent because it needs to be consistent. You need to have the same exact amount of money coming in every single month and you need to have the same buckets that you're spending the money every single month. That's how you actually control because budgeting should not be a reflection of where money went. It should be more of a control of where you want money to go. In order to do that, you must have consistent income. You must have consistent expenses. I'm going to show you how to bump out the bumps in that because I know that a lot of you are saying, well, I don't have consistent income or I have different expenses or sometimes this expense comes up. We're going to budget for all those things and plan for those things. And hopefully you're going to have some kind of surplus at the end and then you can decide what you're going to do and where you're going to take that that money as far as the surplus goes. So the next thing that's 
important is that a good budget tracks what's important. Not everything necessarily needs to be tracked, but you need to track things at a specific level. When I go over my QuickBooks, you can see that I track specific things. Your budget needs to track what is important to you. It's not important to categorize every single thing into subcategories, but to group them into categories of things that are important that you want to keep an eye on, that you want to allocate your money specifically for. That's sort of the purpose of a budget. And then the third one here is that it lets you predict the future. A good budget is going to allow you to predict the future so you can know how much income that you have, right? Again, business, we use budgets to project where we're going to spend money, what we're going to do, what we're going to invest in. Same thing with your personal budget. You need to be able to know how much money you're going to have. Right? You need to know by this date, I'm going to have this amount of money. I'm going to be here. This is where I'm going to spend and allocate this money. So it allows you to predict the future so you can know where you're going to be part of building financial freedom. If you want to do that, by the way, click the link down below. There's a 15 minute call that you can get for free where we will go over your financial freedom plan. I have a program exactly designed to do this. But in order to do that, to become financially free, you need to have a plan and you need to be able to project forward into the future. That is the key differentiator. When I became financially free and retired at 33 years old, it was because five years before that, when I was 28, I came up with a plan. So I was able to predict the future using my budgeting in order to figure out when I was going to become financially free and to enact that plan. So very, very critical that you do that. Now, before we get into the actual budget here, which we're going to do in a second here, let's talk about real quick what the problem with most people's budgets are. So the big problem that most people have is that they have inconsistent income. So they're having you know whatever their paycheck is or wherever they get income coming in. It's becoming part of that budget. It's not consistent, especially for business owners. Really important. I'm going to show you how to make this consistent. The second thing is that they have inconsistent expenses. So they have a hospital bill, doctor bill. They have their auto insurance come up. They have to pay taxes, property taxes or tax payment or whatever it is. And it's inconsistent. And so there's all these variable expenses in there instead of fixed expenses. I'm going to turn every variable expense into a fixed expense. Well, you'll, you'll see how. And then the third one is that they budget for saving instead of default to savings. So what I mean by that is that the way that you should look at your budget is you should take all the money you're making and all the money that you make, it's automatically being saved to invest. And then you're allocating, paying yourself a certain amount to your budget to spend, to use for that month. Instead, what most people do is they take all the money that they make, that's their budget, and then they allocate some portion of that money for saving. But I want to say the default is you're going to save and invest and you're going to allocate some money to spend. If that makes sense. That's a big, big, important point. So let's just take a look at this and let me show you how I have things set up and give you some of the tools and then I'll show you exactly how this works. So the very first thing that I'm using, and there's other software that you could use, but I'm using mint.com. This is just simple, easy to use tool. It's totally free right now. In fact, I paid to just have the ads removed from this. But within here, you can create a budget and you can see you know, what my budget for this month is. I need to revise this. I'm, I'm still working on Im improving a few things here as I'm categorizing things here. But what I have here is I have income set up in here. I've got my expenses set up in here for the different things I have allocated. And you can see those things. And there's some unallocated things. I need to fix the budget for this month. But I have a certain amount of money coming in, a certain amount of money going out, and I've allocated all the money that I have going in, I've allocated to go out. 100% of it, that's the goal, so that it's all being utilized in some way. This is not all the money I'm making. This is all the money that I'm bringing into this budget. 
The second tool that I'm using here is Ally Bank. Now, why am I using Ally Bank? as opposed to other banking software. The reason why I'm using this one is because it allows you to have buckets to have one account that you have different buckets to allocate different things to. I feel like this is a really good way to organize things. There's some other banks probably that do that, but this is the one that I'm using. So with Ally Bank, I can have my income in here and you can see that you can organize this using buckets. So you can have different buckets, even though it's just one account here. And I just started implementing this system in particular so there's not a lot of history in this, but you can kind of see how things are working here. Now that we've discussed those things, let's talk about the plan of actually how this works. So the plan is this. I have income that I make. Hey, Bulldogs. Just want to take a moment and tell you to take the Bulldog quiz to see what your Bulldog score is. Go to bulldogmindset.com forward slash P quiz to find out your score. Also, once you take the quiz, I'll send you three of my best videos for free on how to raise your score. You don't want to miss this, so make sure you head to bulldogmindset.com forward slash P-Q-U-I-Z right now and take it. From various sources every single month. If you want to see my income reports, you can check out my income reports. I publish them every single month. I show you exactly how much money I make and where I make the money. It's totally transparent. All right. That's it's very important to me to be totally transparent. So I have income that I'm making from some real estate, passive income from real estate. Usually it's around 15, 16K a month. I've got some income that I'm making from my business, from Simple Programmer, maybe like, you know, depends on the month, like $5,000 of net profit from there. And I've got income I'm making from Bulldog Mines from this business, which is more like 80, 90K per month of profit in there. So all of that income that I have, it defaults to go into a savings account, like an investment account. Now, from that, I allocate a certain amount that I want to spend every single month. And there's two reasons for doing that. The first reason is because I want consistency. I don't want to have variable income. So, oh, this month I did good. This month I didn't do as good. We need to level that out. And you might be working a regular W-2 employment. It's still, it'll be easier for you. But I want to level that out so that it is consistent so that I can operate from that. And the second reason why I do that is because I don't want to spend all the money that I'm making every single month. And I don't want to do complex calculations of how much do I save every month? What's left over? No, I want it to be consistent. This is my plan of how much money I'm planning on spending every single month. So that's why that exists that way. So now, if you think about this, we've got all this money coming in, then we're going to take this money that we're going to use to live off of. That is our actual budget. If you're familiar with my Well That Never Runs Dry program, the idea of it is that you can do this off of totally passive income. You can take all the money you're making and put it into savings that you're going to invest in real estate eventually to dig this well. And all the passive income that you get, you live off of. You live off of passive income only. Right now, I'm not living off of passive income only because I'm doing some moves. I'm expanding some areas of my life, doing some things like that. But I could do that. I could live off of passive income only if I wanted to. That's the definition of being financially free. So the next thing we have, in fact, the problem that we have is that we, we can level our income out, which is fine. And that's good. But what about our expenses? So now what's going to happen is that the expenses that go out, there are certain expenses like big things that like, let's say property tax, I have to pay property taxes every year. I have to pay that myself because I don't have an escrow for that. Home insurance, car insurance. There's a bunch of different things like a vacation fund that may, you maybe have because you want to go on vacation once per year. All those things that are expenses that are kind of variable expenses, I'm going to do two things with them. I'm going to take a bunch of them that like, let's say taxes for my business, personal taxes and property taxes. 
and I'm gonna transfer over to those accounts. I'm gonna do transfer as if I'm making a payment because I'm making a payment into that. So let's say that I had a tax bill of $12,000 a year. I'm gonna transfer $1,000 a month and I'm gonna count that transfer as a bill. I'm gonna show that in my budget as me spending $1,000. This way that it's consistent every single month. So that's the basic plan of doing this is categorizing those transfers as income. So let's kind of look at an example just in my budget and you can see kind of how this is working here. And keep it in mind, this is a work in progress, but basically I'm counting on $27,000 worth of income per month. Now that might seem like a lot before you go crazy. You're like, John, you're spending $27,000 a month. You wait till you get to the taxes part and you realize that what I'm budgeting with this is part of my tax payment taxes that I need to withhold from my company so I can pay those taxes because for my personal income taxes. I've estimated that out as well. What I have here is I have $20,000 of business income. It's a pretty modest amount. I'm taking $20,000 from my business account. I'm putting it in there. I've got a paycheck I'm paying from my business. This one hasn't showed up yet, but it's about $5,710 after the taxes and everything. And then I've got rental income. I'm taking some of that rental income, about seven grand of that, and I'm using this, you know, so, so that I have essentially a budget of, what is it, $32,710, okay? And I'll probably make this a little bit more of an even number just so things are clean, but it doesn't really matter. So I've got all this, and when you look at this, what you can see here is you can see that this is a transfer from my savings account, and what I've done here in Mint is I've categorized this as business income. Even though it showed up as a transfer, there's like a transfer here, I can recategorize this as business income for Mint. And what that allows me to do is show this as income every single month, this amount, which is awesome because now I've taken that variable income and I've made that into a fixed income. You can see same thing for the previous month. Now, same the paycheck is automatic. That one is, you know, is easy to categorize. And the rental income, I make a transfer, again, from my rental account, from this savings account, and I categorize this as rental income. So I've got that. So then if we look at the next thing that, that's happening here, there, there's some bills here. You can see here that I've got, you know, things accounted for like, you know, umbrella insurance, you know, things like that, tuition, stuff like that, and groceries, restaurants. And then what I have, I have two different categories of things. Let's let's go ahead and look at some of the big ones. So federal tax, I take $15,000 per month and I allocate that towards my federal tax. See, that's where a big chunk of this money is going to, okay? Property tax, I take $1,700 per month and vacation, I'm putting $1,000 into a vacation account. Now, all of these ones are transfers. So you'll see that this is actually a transfer to my Ally Bank account. When it comes here, then I put it into the particular bucket that it belongs to so that I've got all this stuff allocated already. So when it's tax time and I need to pay the taxes, I just pay it out of here. I pay my estimated tax out of here. And when it's property tax time, I pay it out of here. When it's home insurance time, I pay it out of here. So I have that money all allocated for or accounted for. So you'll find that there's those categories. Those are kind of the bigger things. And then I'll have some other stuff here that like my mortgage and rent that that's going to come out of, of here. That's kind of a big expense as well. And then you'll find that there's other categories like let's say the doctor. So if I look at this, what this is, it starts each new month with the previous leftover amount. So because this is a variable expense that I don't know how much it's going to be, I'm allocating, I'm saying I want to spend $100 a month on doctor. I'm allocating that amount of money, okay? And right now I'm at negative 240 because there were some, some bills in there that, that went over. 
But this is a lot better than I don't want to transfer into a doctor trans account because I don't know exactly how much it is. I know how much the property taxes are. I know how much the federal taxes are going to be. So that makes sense to, to do it in that case. But in this case, for these kind of variable things, right, like gifts is another one, right? I'm going to buy people gifts. I figure it's going to be about 100 bucks a month. So I'm starting each month with the previous month's balance. And there's a few of those categories where, where I'm doing that. Some of them, I don't need to do that. But a lot of these categories, I do that so that I'm already accounting for sort of a buffer in here so that if I run over, then that's going to be accounted for in the next month. Like the things like that, where I know that, you know, I'm going to pay this particular bill, but I don't know how much it's going to be. But I know that about this much per month, I, I want to allocate towards towards this. And I can adjust this over time and over the years. But this allows me to spend the goal is to spend every single dollar. Every single dollar needs a job so that it's going somewhere and it's being allocated and accounted for in, in some way. Now, in order to run a budget like this, you have to have a little bit of a buffer in there, because obviously, if I have some medical expense, that's going to be higher than the income that's allocated for it in a month. It's going to run slightly negative. But it doesn't matter because in the long run, it's going to balance out. So you need to have a little bit of a buffer in there. So that's kind of the whole idea behind this. And it's not very complicated. This is a very, very simple system and it's pretty much automated. If you do this with Mint, you'll find that it can automatically categorize most of the things. You can set up some rules for this and you can have your budget going. But it's really important that you set up a budget. You know, like I said, even me, I'm financially free. I don't say, oh, I don't need a budget. I can just spend whatever. And because I want to still have my dollars accounted for and going to the correct places. And I want to see not, not just see where I'm spending the money, but decide where I'm spending the money so I can reallocate things and I can see what things are important to me. What things do I need to allocate more money to? And I've got that flexibility. I don't have to think about, you know, should I spend this much money on this? I can see exactly what it is and I can see what those amounts are. You know, like I said, even being financially free, I need a budget. But if you want to become financially free, click the link down below. We'll, we'll talk. It's real easy to set up a plan to become financially free. Just about anyone can do it. It's just that you need to have a plan. Now, the next video that I suggest that you watch is saving money makes you poor. This is why. Watch this video to find out why actually saving money is not the thing you want to do in order to become wealthy.